Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? When are you guys going to learn? The more you indict, the more we unite. Facts. It's Trump 2024. We don't care. You heard me? We already made our mind up. You already know when the hood got your back. Man, they deep in the hood, gangsters. Talking about Trump 2024, you heard me? Woo woo! Wah! Gangsters! The hood got this man back. I'm just trying to tell you. You heard me? And we ain't we ain't stupid, man. American people, man. We ain't we ain't all them talking about lockdowns and back when the mask and all that. You know, they got a new virus coming and it's gonna be man, nobody don't care. Ain't fooling nobody no more with none of that. You know, new jack, man, nobody. Nobody being fooled no more. We all the way up. You heard me? It's Trump 2024. That's what it's going to be because we ain't having nothing else. From sea to shining sea. Three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. I just love that, don't you? Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program is on the clock. A very special welcome to those of you who are catching us on the Wendy Bell Radio podcast. I know we tell you this all the time. We hit that million download mark. One million individuals have downloaded that and growing. You can join the family. Easy to do. Just plug in Wendy Bell Radio wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Give us a like, a follow. Share us to somebody who needs to be enlightened in your life and give us a five-star review. Welcome aboard guys so i mean you cannot make this up and and i hate having to start a segment saying uh, you know in advance after you're done hearing this you will officially be dumber because i like to elevate you i like to nourish you with all sorts of interesting tidbits you might not have but for for me to tell you that jamal bowman a former principal at a school didn't realize that that big thing called fire alarm that he pulled to stop the vote and stall so members of his caucus could get together and be like when it looked like they were getting their butts handed to them right and then jamal bowman says oh i thought that's how you open up that door (laughs) i was so confused you know um Come on, man. Look, <laughs> these hacks are so used to getting away with whatever the hell they want. They stopped being good liars. It's so random now. Yeah, because I said so. Oh, okay. Let's get this. This is from the New York Post. Headline, Jamal Bowman draws doubts. <laughs> I'm going to go with, is a freaking liar hack. I might have been a better caption writer, headline writer for the New York Post. Jamal Bowman draws doubts after claiming fire alarm pull. Just a mistake. As GOP demands, socialist House member be prosecuted. He didn't start the fire, but he did pull the alarm A growing chorus of lawmakers and political observers now raising eyebrows at at Representative Jamal Bowman's claim that pulling a fire alarm in the House building was just an innocent mistake. 
with some expressing anger over the fact that he hasn't been arrested. The outspoken socialist New York lawmaker hack, I added that, sorry, not sorry, was caught on camera pulling the fire alarm Saturday around the time fellow Democrats were scrambling over the GOP's last-minute offer to avert a government shutdown. Come on, his chief of staff. Sarah, with a last name I don't care about and I can't pronounce, said this. Congressman Bowman did not realize he would trigger a building alarm as he was rushing to make an urgent vote, said his chief of staff. That's like getting pregnant and saying, oh, I didn't realize that that would happen. Oh, really? Is that how? Or 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 cheating on your on your partner. Oh, I, I didn't know that that would ruin my life and that of my family. What? Huh? Or I'm just going to try it once. I'm sure I won't get hooked. Right. That's up there with Hunter Biden is the smartest person I know. Or I never, ever. Right? That's where we are. Bowman's response to his pulling the clearly labeled fire alarm in the Canaan House office building left many scratching their heads and some of his fiercest GOP critics calling on him to be thrown behind bars over the incident. And you might say, well, that's that's kind of extreme. No, you know what happens when you pull the stupid fire alarm and there's not a fire? You interrupt the official proceedings of Congress, which would be a vote on this very important budget measure. How many January 6th defendants have been thrown away and are in jail presently because of, quote unquote, obstructing the official proceedings of Congress? Right? Except I think it's a little different when it's a a 63-year-old grandmother who sees the Capitol Police move the barricades and open the door and allow people to come into the Capitol. I'm going to go with that seems an awful lot like entrapment. But don't talk about that because they're withering away, wasting away in prison because they are insurrectionists. Jamal Bowman, well, he just was confused. Doesn't it just exhaust you? They think you are as dumb as a stone. And then to make matters worse, if you can, let's listen to some of these clowns in the media and in Congress, try to defend Representative Bowman. He is a squad member. He is a socialist. He is a ne'er-do-well activist. Right? Open borders, lots of spending. Let's get everything based on race and equity and all sorts of mumbo-jumbo. And if things don't go his way, it must be because he's black. Right? Soon, if things go sideways enough, his final card will be he's getting death threats. Just wait for it. You heard it here first because that's the playbook. Here's MSNBC running interference. And the gal who's the anchor, I, I don't care who she is, 
She's going to say this. <laughs> this is at the end of the breaking coverage, right? Oh, no, they had to evacuate. There was a huge building-wide evacuation. He was seen pulling the thing and then, like, scurrying down a stairwell to go across the building and exit another door. He didn't seem like he was super upset that he had pulled it. He didn't apologize to people. He wasn't like, oh, snap, I think that was me. He hit it, hoping that they would run interference for him. Surely somebody who looks at all of the cameras who's in charge of security, they've got to be on our side, right? Only when he got blown in for it, because literally you see him bzzz, pull it. Oh my gosh, I, I, I had never seen that door close before. And that big thing and the stickers on the door that says, you know what? Alarm will sound when you pull this. Here's MSNBC, some hack, just clarifying, eh, it was an accident. It, it, he, he didn't mean to. Thank God she's there to save him. Go. Last thing I want to mention, and then we're going to take a quick break. Um, there was a mention of Jamal Bowman, Congressman um, Jamal Bowman, and the pulling of some sort of fire alarm. And I just want to read for you some of the reporting so you understand what actually went on there. Um, there were some reports that began to emerge about Representative Bowman, who was um, seen pulling some sort of fire alarm um, in the Cannon House office building earlier today. We got a statement on that. Um, saying Congressman Bowman did not realize he would trigger a building alarm as he was rushing to make an urgent vote. The congressman regrets any um, confusion, just to clarify some things on that, because I know there was um, likely some folks kind of scratching their heads, wondering what it was they were asking um, Speaker McCarthy about. I'm pretty sure everybody knows now, sweetheart. He regrets causing the confusion. Isn't that so rich? You obstructed an official proceeding of Congress, Jamal. 317, at least 317 January 6th defendants got the book thrown at them because of that. Jamal. And none of them went into the Capitol building and pulled the fire alarm. Jamal. And I love this gal. Well, you know. There was some mention of him pulling some sort of fire alarm, some sort. No, it is the fire alarm, honey. The fire alarm, not some sort of fire alarm. We've never seen this mechanism before. It's so curious. It's red and it's got this big white pull bar and it says pull for fire. I didn't know what it was. Thank goodness Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is there to save the day. Ah, here she is. He says it was an accident. He thought pulling the alarm would open a door uh, based on the fact that the doors to his right there were locked and there was a sign that he said he was, con I think someone said it was confusing. I I'll be honest, uh, it doesn't really make sense to me, his explanation. Have you talked to him? What's going on? There? I mean, listen, I think if you actually do see some of the photos of the signs, I think there's, there's something to be said about the government's about to shut down. There's a vote clock that's going down. The exits that are normally open in that building were suddenly closed. He, so you pulled a fire alarm? So I'm, I'm, what I am here to say is that House administration and U.S. Capitol Police and Jamal Bowman are inactive and he's fully participating in saying there was a misunderstanding. But what I do think is important to raise is the fact that Republicans, representatives like Nicole Maliotakis and others, immediately moved to file motions to censure, motions to expel, before there, before there has even been conversations that are, that are finished to even see if there was a misunderstanding here. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are the ones who withheld exculpatory video evidence from January 6th defendants, Alexandria. You disgusting snit. What an unfortunate, unfortunate woman. It was a misunderstanding when we do it. But when you do it, eh, we'll throw you away. We'll torture you. We'll give you food with bugs and pubic hair in it. And we'll let you rot alone. (laughs) But no, there's not a two-tier system of justice. Thank goodness. Let's talk a little bit more about that. On the flip side of this short break, next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Everything that happens, right? If Democrats do it, they've got this interference running campaign with really stupid excuses. And they just expect exoneration. They expect people like MSNBC and that chick to just wave it away and to say, well, it was some sort of an alarm. It wasn't just some sort of an alarm, you guys. And it's right. If you pull a fire alarm in school not only will you be suspended you could very well be expelled it's one of those things that you learn in in preschool you know that box right there you don't touch it sort of like when you were growing up that guillotine looking paper thing in the back of the room right that you don't want to go over to that too much you just leave that alone don't touch the fire alarm same sort of idea because you will get thrown out So for a specific stall tactic emergency, a sitting member of Congress pulls a fire alarm. Where are we? And and in the same breath, Merrick Garland, I saw him on Twitter over the weekend talking about there is not two tiers. It is not about Republicans or Democrats. It's it's not one for one and one for you. It's not one for the rich and one for the poor. It's not one for the so-and-so. Yeah, it is, dude. You know it is. We know it is. And you talking about it means that we're tr- it's true. All of this, though is smokescreen material. It's middle school playground, pull your ponytail, garbage antics childishness can can you fathom for a moment what what could possibly happen if they didn't suck so much if the actual reason that they pretended to want to go to congress was to do something to make this country better And how ridiculous it is that the prevailing defense of the left is pointing fingers at MAGA Republicans. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tried to do it, right? And Republicans jumped to conclusions and, and suggested that we expel Jamal Bowman. Really? What just happened to Colton Moore? GOP doing it to themselves. State senator out of Texas, right? This is, this is where we are. We, we have corruption on so many pages in so many avenues in every echelon of government. And I'm going to Jen Psaki myself circle back to the very beginning of Matt Gates' commentary. You either want 
to get a grip on this runaway spending or you don't. You either want to fix the issue at the border or you don't. And these votes force people, you're either with term limits or you aren't. (laughs) Why do Democrats so desperately cling to staying in office when we know that 82% of voters when asked are down with term limits, term limits, fresh ideas, new faces, less ability to buy a congressman or a woman from special interest and dark money. You can rent them for a period of time, but you cannot buy them. Why is it that these people consistently Democrats do everything that is bad for us? They want to keep your children imprisoned in lousy public schools, pushing nonsense, indoctrinating garbage as they drift further and further away from literacy students and math proficiency and are told it's okay. It's okay if you can't read or write or do math. It's all right. It's a racist stacked against you system anyway. Why try? Just just hang out. We want to legalize marijuana and all recreational drugs. Just just get high. We'll give you some money. We'll give you a nice little white box to live in, right? You'll have basics. We'll monitor you and everything that you're doing because you'll be connected to us. But it's such an easy lifestyle. Why try? You know, is that is that the story of American exceptionalism? Or is that the story of a group of really dark people who want to flush 263 years of work down the toilet, all so that they can be in power. By the way, they who think that they would be in power wouldn't be. Because the true elite, the Klaus Schwab's, the Obama's, the Gates, all these wackos, they'll turn on you just as fast. All right, don't go anywhere. When we come out, conservative dad launches something using Donald Trump's mugshot and boy oh boy he becomes a millionaire overnight you will love it if you like beer next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio Program you know as all of these shenanigans were going on on Capitol Hill as we got to see in living color elected representatives behaving like children and this sniveling, bickering BS for the public when they're actually all buddies, pals and buddies behind you know the doors. How are you friends with somebody who fundamentally wants to invade America's borders with people who are not vetted? And remember, vaccination was such a big deal. They're not vaccinated. We're not monitoring who they are, where they're going. And and how do you get behind a a Congress or a let's even just talk about a Democrat party that's a okay with 100,000 missing kids, migrants who came here unaccompanied? I don't know where they are. Your guess is as good as mine. I'm sure it's fine. I mean, you know, traveling that distance all by themselves. I'm sure what could go wrong? Really? How are you friends with people that are down with that? If if you're a member of the GOP, how's that possible? It's refreshing to me to see that over the weekend, Donald Trump went to a farm. Right? He was in Iowa, popped by some dude's farm. 
He'd been in Ottumwa, Iowa at an event, decided to detour. Hey, let's talk to the people who are responsible for our food supply. Thanks, folks. When you vote me in next time, in November of 2024, every single crippling regulation and nonsense piece of garbage that makes your life more complicated, as a farmer, I will erase. And you can get back to doing what you're doing, which is feeding this great country. So you got that on one hand, and then you've got this, Nine million people when I saw it this morning, guys. Nine million. I'm going to say that's viral on steroids. It's Rand Paul saying something very basic. Very basic about what this squabbling over Ukraine is all about. And if Jake Tapper and if Jonathan Carl and other hacks in the media don't get it, because you guys fell over yourselves, Ukraine, Putin's bad, oh, Zelensky, we got to get behind him. Of course, being played by this industrial war complex, this military machine of spending your money, because it's one of the most profitable businesses there is next to, I don't know, the human sex slave. <sighs> right? Rand Paul, in one minute, drops the truth about why so many of us are against everything going on in Congress, especially when it comes to funding Ukraine. I want you to hear this. It is important to go. Some say the war in Ukraine is a fight to save democracy. But those who say that need to be honest with themselves. Ukraine is far from a shining example of democracy. And while the strain of war can make for questionable government actions, we have to live with them when the war is over. For all the platitudes about America supporting democracy and making the world safe for democracy, the Woodrow Wilson advocates among us, the biggest recipient of American welfare, Ukraine, canceled its next presidential election. You're telling me we're sending $100 billion to a country that's not going to have elections? We're going to send $100 billion to a country that now has, what, a president for life? I say, oh, well, we could, but it's difficult. They may remember the American Civil War where 600,000 people died, and yet we didn't miss an election. They've canceled the presidential election. We should cancel our aid as a response. Boom. Boom. You cancel your, your elections. Why are we funding this? Why are we playing games with Democrats right now, guys? Joe Biden says he's not going to he's not going to debate anybody. He's denied he or the puppeteer Obama whomever has denied Robert F Kennedy Jr secret service protection. That is how little these people care about rules about America, about democracy, about the system, about the Constitution, about the Declaration of Independence that thank goodness now because it's written in cursive nobody who's been in school for the last 10 years, can freaking read. Because somehow, teaching cursive is, I'm sure it's racist in some capacity, right? So there, I don't like the music that they always add to these videos, but I wanted you to hear, succinct, one minute. Why are we giving 200 odd million dollars a day? That is what we've given, all told. And they want it to go forever. Curiously, curiously, Sam Bankman-Fried's trial starts this week. 
I wonder if that threw a wrench in the Ukraine funding. Because you know it's just a money laundering op. I wonder how many Ukrainians have seen all of that money because we're funding the pensions for 9,000 employees. We're paying all of the salaries for like the 58,000 teachers in Ukraine. All the first responders, too. You guys are paying for that. You are. I mean, as your taxes go up and go up and go up, which is why they need all these thousands of additional IRS bean counters. And they need to be like sharpshooters. If that wasn't a huge telltale sign, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get a bunch of bean counters together and we're going to make them have everybody's like, just make everybody's life miserable. And then we're going to train them on how to use a gun because that makes perfect sense because we're going to come after you and people are going to get ticked off. Well, they're going to have a gun. Perfect. There's nothing weird there. So when I see pushback and I see people outfox them and I see people use a moment in time and they happen to be conservative. I want to tell you about it. How about this Breitbart headline? Special edition beer with Trump's mugshot sees record-breaking sales. Now, we followed this guy. He goes by conservative dad. And he started, his name is Seth Weathers. He's a businessman. He's a smart guy. And he put out a video, and I think we should play it. He put out a video months and months ago talking about basically making his own beer brand after Bud Light's woke nonsense with Dylan Mulvaney. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go the extreme other direction. I'm going to make a new brand of beer. It's called Conservative Dad's Ultra Right. Not Ultra Light. Ultra Right Beer. And he kind of he stuck it against the wall to see if it was through it. And he's like, and, oh boy, did it stick. If you guys missed it. So here's his ad. It's his commercial, basically, it's a minute-long commercial, and he's going to be coming out of a restroom, allegedly. He's going to be talking about woke companies, i.e. Bud Light, that don't know the difference between a man and a woman, and just basically trample on everybody's values. And at the very end, he's going he's gonna to tee up a Bud Light, and he's going to hit it with a baseball bat, and that's basically the crux of his campaign. It's awesome. So here he is, several months ago, and then I'm going to tell you what he did over the weekend, which is huge. Go. America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay the away from our kids. Buy yours online in 42 states at ultrarightbeer.com. Tastes like freedom. It's perfect. It was the perfect response to complete and utter insanity. Total insanity. We're going to put a guy who pretends he's a girl. We're going to put him in, in, you know, like evening wear with long black gloves. And we're going to pretend that this dude drinks Bud Light. Dylan Mulvaney never drank Bud Light. It was all garbage. And it was virtue signaling nonsense. And you know the story. 30% down later. How many billions of lost revenue later, Anheuser-Busch, InBev, what have you, they still haven't figured it out. But 
That guy, Seth Weathers, the CEO of the conservative dad's ultra-right beer, says he has reported record-breaking sales after releasing a special edition, limited edition beer with former President Donald Trump's famous mugshot on it. I love this. He told Fox Business that the beer featuring Trump's mugshot pulled in a half a million dollars in 12 hours. What? Since, of course, mugshots are made public or a public domain and former President Donald Trump is the first president in history to have his mugshot taken. Businesses and merch retailers, including Breitbart, they say it themselves, launched product lines featuring the former president's defiant stare in the face of a criminal indictment. Weathers said that he sold upwards of five tractor loads, tractor trailer loads of cans with the president's mugshot on them, hailing the beer as the most sought after collector beer can in American history. How does this piggyback off of Rand Paul saying what he says? Nine million views. Telling the truth about whether it be Donald Trump's ridiculous arrest, indictment, one, two, three, or four, any of that. We're talking about the ridiculous amount of money we're spending in Ukraine. For what? For a president who says he's going to be president forever? What is he, Putin? And then for people to come in out of the shadows and to make something amazing out of it. He says, we knew people would go wild over these collector cans. We had no idea the response would be this crazy. He predicted a $2 million haul when the special edition cans go offline, 10% of which will be donated to the legal defense of the Georgia Republican Party and the David Schaefer Legal Defense Fund. He says, sales have poured in from the moment we launched. With over a million in beer and merchandise sales, we have raised over $50,000 for the legal defense of the Georgia Trump electors and the Georgia Republican Party. Conservative Dad's ultra-right beer puts our money where our mouth is. We're doing our part to fight back against the unjust persecution of American patriots. Trump's smugshot proved beneficial to the former president's own campaign, reportedly pulling in upwards of $7 million after his Georgia booking. Look, this is how effective marketing, sales, and missions are managed. Can you imagine if your Congress actually worked to do something beneficial rather than detrimental, was able to raise its own money rather than steal yours, and then at the end of the day, do something meaningful with their decisions and that money to make America great again. Ah, but that's predicated on the idea that that's what they want to do, because it's not. It is destruction or nothing else, my friends. Undeniable. All right, coming up next, do not go anywhere. Gavin Newsom. (laughs) I heard Meghan Markle wanted the job. She fancied herself Dianne Feinstein's replacement. (laughs) We'll tell you who he picked instead. Kind of the same. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. 
So Gavin Newsom, now that Dianne Feinstein died, had the ability to replace her and put somebody in her Senate seat. I laughed out loud as I had to send something to Brock yesterday saying that Meghan Markle fancied herself Feinstein's due replacement. Because, you know, she's got so much experience. Hell, if Barack Obama can be president, why can't she be a senator? Right? I mean, why not? It's idiotic. We're done with, with finding the best people for the job. When you go to your doctor, right, do you care that your doctor is a black gay woman? Or do you want your doctor to know what the hell she's doing? Right? It's the same thing as flying a plane. I don't really care about the makeup of your pilots, United Hacks. Just, I don't know, land it safely. Kind of where I'm going. Stop falling over yourself. So who's the pick? LaFonza Butler. She's going to fill the Senate vacancy left by the death of Dianne Feinstein, the governor announced about this time yesterday. So this is the New York Times take on it. He announced Sunday night he's chosen LaFonza Butler, the president of Emily's List, and a former labor leader to fill the vacancy left in the Senate by the death of Feinstein. So Ms. Butler, who's 44, has been a fixture in California politics for nearly 15 years as a former leader of the state's largest labor union, the SIEU, and an advisor to Vice President Kamala Harris. Absolutely. <laughs> She's totally the one we should have. She's exactly who California deserves, right? And Emily's List. This is, this is an organization meant to elevate women in politics. I, do, do we really need to browbeat people and say, well, she has breasts and ovaries. I totally think she's qualified. Can you imagine? Can you imagine rising to a position merely because... There's an affliction among people in this country on the left that you've got to prove you're something that you're not. I don't understand. That's the only time they can tell the difference between a man and a woman. That's exactly, and that is a great point. As we mourn the enormous loss of Senator Feinstein, I mean, she's been dead 10 years. What are we doing? The, f- the very freedoms she fought for. Reproductive freedom. What does that even mean? Equal protection and safety from gun violence have never been under greater assault, Mr. Newsom said in a statement. LaFonza will carry the baton left by Senator Feinstein, continue to break glass ceilings, and fight for all Californians in Washington, D.C. Now, this has gotten some people in a tizzy. Because, you know, you've got wackadoodle Katie Porter, who is as toxic as the day is long. And then you've got Adam Schiff, liar in chief, Adam Schiff. Is there something that he's ever said that was truthful? They've been salivating, hoping this gal was going to croak for a while, right? And then don't, don't forget Barbara Lee. She's black. She's female. She's also out there. She thinks it's her turn. She's 77. Lady, can we be done? With the old folks trying to stay young and in power. Why does everybody want to hold on? How about you guys? When you're 77, do you hope that you're going to be working? Man, I can't wait. I see it, honey. You and me working to the bone until we die. What a wonderful life, obviously. Obviously, it's a very elite club. 
where people can insider trade and be corrupt and make nasty deals and enrich themselves. How is it that you can go in as a penniless freshman in Congress and leave a multi, multi, multi millionaire? How is it possible that Elizabeth Warren is worth a hundred million dollars? How's that possible that Bernie Sanders has four homes? Is it because he's that great and people are falling over themselves, spending all this money to hear him speak? No, of course not. It's so dang obvious, is it not? Did you guys know as part of the feeble attempt that the Biden family has made to explain why Joe and Jill made so dang much money in 2017? I mean, $10 million, it's a hell of a lot of money, right? Oh, well, it was a big, it was a big year. Uh, Jill was booked she charges $66,000 to, uh, to talk to people about her books. Ladies and gentlemen, her books sold fewer than 2,000 copies. And you want to tell me that there were libraries across the country, people who were clamoring for Jill Biden, Dr. Jill Biden, the nanny, when Joe's wife and daughter were killed, right? Who managed to kind of slither her way in, Right? The people were paying 66 G's to hear this woman speak? Come on. Mr. Newsom told NBC News last month he preferred not to influence next year's primary election by giving one candidate an advantage. He was talking about Schiff or Lee or Katie Porter. Instead, he said he would pick an interim position, an interim placement. Well, and she had to be a she and she had to be black. And it just so happens that she is also gay. Oh, my goodness. If only she had a list, then we'd get everything taken care of. It's ridiculous. Choose the best candidate, not the candidate who advocates the most for abortion. Not the candidate who will hold the line and tow the water for, of course, your narratives of guns are killing so many people. We must take guns away. Gavin, you suck. But we knew that. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Who will be the Republican to take on this hack? We'll have to find out. Do not go anywhere. Coming up, our number three a wonderful little guy punches back story. Remember the bodega worker in New York who was arrested for murder? Oh boy, wait for it. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.